Welcome to the Infinitely Aligned Podcast with Emily Whiteside, a space dedicated to helping you elevate your next level income, impact, and confidence. This is for the babe who loves wine just as much as she loves green juice, who is ready to dive into all things manifestation, spirituality, and is unapologetic about what she desires and is ready to go get it. It's time for you to step into your power, manifest your life, and become infinitely aligned. Hello, 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 and happy, happy Friday. Well, it's Friday for you guys if you're listening to this episode as it releases, or happy whatever day it is. Thank you so much for listening to the Infinitely Aligned Podcast. My name is Emily Whiteside, and I, of course, am your host. And today we are talking about something that changed literally everything for me, everything, and that was manifesting in self-love and confidence. You guys, whatever it is you're trying to manifest, whether you're trying to manifest in your dream body, whether you're trying to manifest in your soulmate or a business or money or a job or a house or whatever it is, it starts with you first. This is the key to absolutely everything. And I'm super, super excited to talk to you today about it. Before we get into that, I'm going to share something that I have manifested recently and of course a human moment I've had recently. You know, I always start the episodes off like this because it gives it a fun little twist and I give you guys way too much information about my life and way too many personal details and I think you guys like that for the most part. So if not, it's fun to, I guess, talk about and embarrass myself over. So a human moment I've had recently I go to this, this is like a dog part or a dog mom fail, you guys. So if you have a dog and you're a dog mom or a dog dad, you can relate to me, I'm sure. So there's this one park that I go to. It's called Knox Farm. If you're in my area, you'll know what it is. It's this big dog park. Every time I go there, for some reason, my dog, who is fixed, by the way, constantly humps like constantly. And usually it's not super bad. Like I can pull him off and he eventually stops. Well, last week I took him there and it's really only this dog park. I don't know why, but I took him there and there was just one dog that he kept humping like over repeatedly, repeatedly. It was so embarrassing. I tried to put him in timeout because I am that type of dog mom. So I made him sit next to me and then he escapes, runs away and starts humping the dog again. So I had to pull him out of the dog park. And there was a lot of like me yelling, which my yelling is nothing. I really don't yell a lot ever, but I was trying to discipline him and he just doesn't listen to me at all. He listens to men, but he does not listen to his mom. So it's very, very upsetting sometimes. Um, something I've manifested recently was fresh flowers. Um, my boyfriend surprised me with flowers. I'm such a sucker for small things. And when somebody like buys me flowers or just does something that's like really thoughtful and surprises me or just does something that like is really kind or really genuine, um, whether even it's just like a message from somebody, those like it warms my heart so much. It makes me so happy. And then every time like I read it or every time I see the flowers or whatever it is, it just makes me really, really happy inside. So I always celebrate those small things and I totally manifested in fresh flowers. He doesn't buy them for me a ton, but when he does, it's always a surprise and I'm never expecting it and it always feels really, really good. So 
Thanks, babe, even though you don't listen to this podcast. (laughs) So anyways, let's chit-chat a little bit about manifesting in self-love and confidence. So I see this all the time, not all the time, but most of the time when, when new clients come to me, and you know, I've been here too, but what happens is we are chasing something external, right? They really want to get good at manifesting, whether it's to manifest in a business or to manifest in more clients or more money or a relationship or whatever it is, or a good body. And they're constantly chasing, but not doing anything from the inside. So yes, you can externally manifest things in, but it's going to be way harder and you're going to feel a lot less fulfilled. For example, like if you've ever gotten in really good shape and you get in really good shape and it's not enough, or you manifest in clients and instead of celebrating for longer than a day, it's not enough, or manifesting in a relationship and it's not enough, you still don't feel good. It's because you haven't manifested in that self-love and confidence. It all stems from within. So when I was not as emotionally in love with myself as I am now, when I would get in something that I wanted, it didn't feel that good. I always thought like, oh my God, it will feel so good whenever I have this. And then I would get it and it just felt like "Mm, not enough. I want more. And it was constantly, it was like I was constantly chasing. And that happens a lot of the times with my clients too, is they're constantly chasing all these outside things, all these outside circumstances. And then once they get them in, or if they don't even get them in, but sometimes they do, and they're just like, I want more. It's not good enough. And that's a clear sign that there's something missing from within. So if you want to feel fulfilled and easily manifest things in, you have to first start from self. So how do you manifest in self-love and confidence? Now, like I said, this is the key to absolutely everything. If you're trying to manifest in a relationship, you better be in love with yourself first. We've all heard that saying, you can't love or somebody can't love you until you love yourself first. And that's so true. And that goes for everything, right? You can't love money until you love yourself first. You can't love your clients and give them 120% of what they need until you love yourself first. You can't put everything forth in your job until you love yourself first. So it all stems from self-love. That's like the key to manifestation. So step number one is to first realize where you're lacking. Like, what do you constantly tell yourself? When you look in the mirror, when you are alone, what are you constantly saying? Maybe it's hard for you to even be alone, right? And if you can't enjoy your own company, then how could anybody else enjoy your company? How could money enjoy your company? How could a a man enjoy your company? How could your friends enjoy your company, your clients, There's no room there, right? There's no energetic space there if you can't even enjoy your own company. So you have to really realize where your setbacks are, where your fallbacks are. What are you telling yourself and how are you acting to yourself right now that is not in alignment with self-love? So maybe that's saying no to things that you want to buy yourself. Like, you know, I'm not good enough to buy that yet, or I can't do that yet. Maybe it's something that you're not doing because you're not worthy enough of it yet, or you don't feel good enough. Maybe it's um, not allowing alone time, or and you get really, really frantic and you always have to be doing something with somebody. Um, maybe it's just thoughts that go through your head all the time when you try clothes on, or when you look in the mirror, or when you are, you know, in an uncomfortable situation. 
So for me, this is I kind of experienced all of it. And I think if you experience one part of it, you probably experience almost all of it or at some point in your life you did. And I really like looking back experienced all of it. So I would tell myself, you know, really negative things all the time. And I'm kind of laughing about it now because it just doesn't seem like me anymore. But this is who I used to be. And I tell people, if you would have known me, you know, my best friend know, has known me since the very beginning of college. And so 2014, no, 2010, she met me. And she's like seen me change so drastically. And she's really one of the only people that has known me from that time and stayed with me through it all. So sending you love, um, by the way, Logan. But anyways, she has really like seen me change and she's been there for all of it. Very, very supportive. And I forgot where I was going with all of this. (laughs) Oh yeah. So what I was saying is if you would have known me in the past, you wouldn't have really recognized me. I was not the same person that I was, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago at all. And I did a lot of freaking inner work on me. So I would tell myself all of these really negative things all the time. I was never good enough. I was never good enough to get the grades. I was never good enough to get into vet school, even though I did achieve the grades. I did achieve getting into vet school. I was never good enough for the good body, even though I did achieve that. I was um, not good enough to be able to enjoy that balance, right? Like know how to like live like a healthy lifestyle. It was always like very restricted. I was never good enough to wear the clothes I wanted to wear. I was never good enough for a relationship. I remember all through college, basically like the majority of college, I was single and I really, um, God, I, I would say such negative things about myself. Like, oh, he'll never like me because I'm not pretty enough. He'll never like me because I'm not outgoing enough. He'll never, it was always like why somebody wouldn't like me. And I just fed into that energy all the time. Because of that, I would never do things by myself. Um, Even like going to a yoga class by myself was no, absolutely not. I always had to have somebody doing something with me um, in order for me to do that. I would also go and do a lot of the things that I didn't want to do just to fit in. I did this through high school, probably middle school, that was so long ago, and definitely through college. So I knew that I didn't want to go out and drink every single weekend and get, you know, shit-faced every single weekend, but I found myself doing that. I found myself doing that almost every single Friday and Saturday night and wasting my weekends away, not doing the things that I felt really called to. Although I was treating my body good through exercise, I wasn't going after my goals and my dreams because I I fed more into what I should be doing as opposed to who I truly was because I really didn't know who I was at the time, I guess. And it was really hard for me to decipher if, um, was it worth it, right? Was it worth kind of being separated from it all? So I did a lot of activities that, you know, it wasn't really me, but I did it because everybody else was doing it. I did it so I would fit in. And hence the the partying and the drinking all the time, which really took a toll on me. If you're, you know, one of those party girls and, you know, you feel it deep down that that's not really who I truly am. It makes me feel really bad the next day. It makes me feel really feel bad when I'm doing it, when I'm in the act of, you know, drinking and partying. It's not really me at all, but I'm going to keep feeding into it. The intention behind it is a low vibrational energy. 
Now, I'm not saying I don't go out and drink now, right? Like, I totally go out and have fun now, for sure, but I'm always in the intention of I'm doing this because I want to have fun, right? And I don't take it to that extreme anymore. I don't get blackout drunk anymore. I don't, you know, waste my entire day being hungover. Um, I mean, I guess once in a while... I'm hungover, but it doesn't happen frequently. I guess we all have our nights, but it's always out from a place of empowerment when I'm going out and drinking, when I'm going out to have fun. And, you know, I don't really go out as frequently anymore, like drinking, but I do do maybe like once or twice a month. And I always do it from a place of fulfillment and happiness and being really enjoying the time, uh, the people that I'm around. So how, so a lot of the actions, a lot of the thoughts that I was having, really resonated with self-hate. It was self-destruction mode. It was self-sabotage mode, all that stuff. So I was binge eating. I was stress eating. I remember coming home after a night of drinking and like eating my entire fridge. I don't, I would just eat. And cause I was so like, you know, you get in that headspace of like being upset that you're drunk and being upset that you're going to wake up hungover. So then you eat. And then that kind of behavior just, became a part of me. It became a part of me for a long time. So even after college, for a few years after college, and when I was getting my master's degree, I was like that. I experienced a lot of, oh, I'm not good enough for this master's program. I'm not good enough for the grades, even though I achieved the grades. And I had almost, I think, a 4.0 in my master's program. I was never good enough. And I wasn't good enough because I didn't have a job lined up and I didn't know wanna, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I wasn't good enough to start a business and blah, blah, blah. The list goes on. And then I got to the exercise portion of it. Like, I'm not good enough to just be able to do yoga because if I just do yoga, then I'm going to get fat. And it was always like things that I was telling myself of like, I knew what I wanted. I knew what I wanted to do, but I talked myself out of it. So that's a form of self-destruction, right? You're not listening to your intuition. So my intuition got so turned off that I didn't even know it existed anymore. And I was like, I don't have an intuition. I literally remember telling one of my coaches that like, I don't think I have an intuition because I don't know where it went. (laughs) I haven't used it in so long. So I went on this journey of, self-love. And when I talk about manifesting my dream body, I started with just the self-love. I dropped it all, right? I dropped everything that I was thinking about myself and really started from a blank slate. So yes, I first noticed you have to first acknowledge what you're doing wrong, right? What you're not, and I don't even want to say wrong, but where you're disempowered, that's better, better energy. Where I was really disempowered and where I was acting like a victim to my circumstances and reacting to my life as opposed to creating my life and doing things from a place of intuition. And I was doing it a lot, you guys, like almost every single area I was doing it in because how you do one thing is how you do everything. So because I hated myself inside and I was telling myself a lot of negative things, And I fed into that emotion of self-hate and stress and worry and doubt and fear. I fed into that energy. I was doing that in every single area of my life. I was doing that in my relationship. I never felt fulfilled there. I wasn't, you know, saying the things. I was settling, I guess. I was doing it with the jobs that I had. I was really settling massively there. I was settling with money and the income that I was bringing in. I was settling with my body. I was settling with the way that I ate, a lot of stress eating, a lot of um, self-sabotaging behaviors there. And just, you know, the way I dressed to the way I looked, to the way I presented myself to strangers, just very unconfident, very uh, low-key, very you know, don't look at me, I'm going to look at the ground instead of giving people eye contact type of person. And that's really who I was. If you would have known me, you know, a few years ago, that's who I was. 
and I'm not afraid to ashamed to say it because I've done such a drastic change now. But the first part of that was realizing where I was being a victim. So where are you being a victim in your life right now? Maybe you're constantly complaining about the money that you don't have and you don't realize that you are literally in control of your money. I was such a victim in my business, right? When I first had started my business, I was such a victim of, you know, nobody's going to want to buy from me. There's no clients around. What am I doing wrong? Every coach I invest in sucks and blah, blah, blah. I had so many excuses, but really if I would have just stood in my power, and did the things that I knew I had to do, I would have seen success a lot faster. So I was being a victim in my business. I was being a victim in my relationship, always saying like, you know, it's because he's not doing this and it's because he's not doing that, blah, blah, blah. It's always his fault as opposed to being like, well, who am I being for him to be like that, right? You got to place yourself in somebody else's shoes. And then for my body, like who was I being to manifest in a lot of self-sabotaging behaviors? So I want you to ask yourself, where are you being a victim in your life and what areas are you being a victim in? And this list might be long. If you're being honest with yourself, it probably is. So be really, really honest with yourself right now. And then the next part of that is to change who you want to be. So you have to get a picture before you change who you want to be. Who are you really, right? Who are you deep down inside? Because I know deep down inside you are not the person who stress eats. You're not the person who constantly fights with their significant other. You're not the person who makes zero dollars in their business. You're not the type of person who gives up. You're not the type of person who settles. I know that. We're all like that, right? We all have this inner being inside of us or this, this inner knowing inside of us that we are put on earth for a specific reason and we're put here to be our best and do our best. So who is your highest self? What does she look like? What does she feel like? What does she do every single day? What is she, you know, how, how much money is she making? What is she doing for her career? How does she act when she meets new people To How does she treat her body and herself and what does she do in her alone time? Really detail that out, right? Get a really good picture on who your highest self is. And now we have our goal, right? So you obviously can't go about achieving a goal if you don't have a goal in mind. So, you know, if you hired a fitness coach and you never told them what you wanted to look like, they really couldn't prescribe you a good exercise program if you didn't tell them where you wanted to be. So you have to have that end goal in mind. How much money do you want to make? What do you want to be doing in your life? What do you want to, what type of relationship do you want to manifest in? The list goes on. So write it down for every aspect of your life. Now, the next part of this is to energetically align with that. Now, I talk about energetically aligning with your manifestations all the time, but this is the most important part of aligning because you're aligning to who you truly are. So you have to start affirming to yourself who you truly are. And this was, you know, something that really shifted the game for me. So like I said, a lot of your thoughts right now are probably negative. If you feel like, you know, there's a lot of things going wrong in your life right now, it's because of who you're being. It's because of you don't have that self-love, that inner confidence. So you have to start telling yourself that. That's like step number one is telling yourself that. So what I would do and what I recommend for you is to write down every single morning as a part of your morning routine who you are, right? Who am I today? And I would write things down like, I am confident. I am in love with myself. I am in the best shape of my life. I am beautiful. I am worthy. I would write down all of those things, whatever I felt called to write down, whatever I knew that my inside needed, 
And then when I would, you know, change and, you know, get dressed for the day, I would look at myself in the mirror and say those things out loud. So it was just saying those things. And then eventually, like at first, that's all I started with was just telling myself. I took it very slow and I just started with the thoughts. Now I know we, we think about the thoughts and then we're not actually feeling it, right? So you might be saying to yourself, I am wealthy, but you feel really poor. You feel really scarce. Or you might be saying, I'm in the best shape of my life, but you feel really fat. So the next part of this is the feeling. Now, at first, if you just want to work on the, the thoughts, the telling yourself, you can just work on that. You can take it as slow as you want, or you can take it as fast as you want. You have to go at your own pace here. I just started with the affirmations, and then I started to actually feel it. So how do you actually start feeling self-love? How do you actually start feeling confident? Well, it's just a feeling that you feel inside. So during my meditations, I would just start to feel in love with myself. So I would get into like a part of my morning routine was I would write down my I am statements, who I truly was, and then I would start to meditate. If you're not meditating, this is like the best thing that you can do, the best tool that you should be doing, regardless if you're in love with yourself or you're not, you should be meditating. It's like, you know, just like drinking water every single day, you should be doing it. So I started to meditate and as I would meditate, I would just tell my body, I love you. And I would go through every area of my body, like I love you head. I love you eyes. I love you nose. I love you. And I would go through all of the parts of my body and just express my love and my gratitude for it. So I was grateful that I could, I have all five senses, right? That I can walk, that I can move my body. So I would start being really grateful for that. If you feel like you really hate yourself, quote unquote, then, you know, you're not looking at the parts of you that other people would kill for, right? Other people wish they had. Some people can't walk, they're paralyzed. Some people can't see, they're blind. Some people can't talk, some people can't hear, right? And you have all those senses and you can move your body. Or even if you can't, there are aspects of you that you should be loving, gifts that you have, whether or not you have the senses, right? So it's going through your body and really like realizing all the gifts that you do have inside of your body. And that's where you start. That's how you start with the feelings, And just do that during your meditation. And then take that to your day-to-day life, right? Really start acknowledging and feeling how you are a good person, how you do love yourself. So physically, I couldn't love myself yet. I wasn't there yet. So you might not physically be able to look in the mirror and say, you know, I really love my body. And that's okay if you're not there yet. But It's giving your body like, I am so in love with my body because I can move it. I'm so in love with my body because I can breathe. I'm so in love with my body because I can love. I can love my my kids or my boyfriend or my mom or whoever. I can send love to people. So then I would start acknowledging how I was a good person in my day-to-day life. Yeah, I might be in a job that I hate. I might be you know, in a, settling in a relationship, blah, blah, blah. You might not have the life that you desire, but you can start to realize how good of a person you are and how if you are not there to shine your light, other people wouldn't be thriving either. So I realized that, you know, I'm a really good friend because I check up on my friends or I'm a really good daughter because I'm always there for my mom or, you know, I have this really good relationship with my mom. I'm a good girlfriend because, or I'm a good dog mom because. So I want you to really see, you know, where your gifts are and how you give to other people. And when you can fall in love with that, you can start to really fall in love with yourself. So then this translated, after I started to acknowledge that, this translates into 
what you do when you look in the mirror. Now, this was a harder process for me, and it's probably going to be a harder process for you if you're not in love with your body right now. But I would start to look in the mirror and say positive things. So because I did those that meditation every single day, you know, sh- expressing my gratitude and love, I was changing my energy. You're changing your energy when you can realize the good in you, the things that you do love about yourself. You might not love your physical aspect of yourself. You might not love that you're in a job that you hate right now, but that doesn't define you, right? What defines you is who you're being, who you're energetically being. So fall in love with that. Fall in love with, you know, being able to feel really, really good if you choose that. So I would look in the mirror. You can start looking in the mirror and just saying positive things about yourself, giving yourself those affirmations and start to feel it. Like I would sit there and just like look at my body and just at first I'd be like, oh, yuck. Like my ego mind wanted to be like, oh, here's all the things wrong with it. But then I would just sit there for a couple minutes longer and just tell my body, you know, I love you stomach. Even though I didn't feel that right off the bat, I sat there with it and just sent it love. And eventually my whole entire body changed. I think a lot of what changed was my my perspective on my body. Um, instead of, you know, how somebody who is, um, has body dysmorphia, they'll look in the mirror and they'll see, just fat, even though they could be really, really skinny, but all they see is fat. So I think a lot of that was happening for me. And a lot of that is probably happening for you, whether it's about your body or not, right? It could be about something else, but your percept, your perception on it is just different. Your perspective on it is different. It's um, skewed a little bit. So you're seeing what nobody else is seeing. You're seeing all your flaws because you're focused on all your flaws. So I started to really feed into the positive things about me and really send everything love in the mirror when I was looking in the mirror. And that's something that you should definitely do. Start to see the beauty. And when you start to see the beauty inside of you, you're going to start to feel that, right? And that's going to translate into when you're changing and trying clothes on or when you're looking at a stranger and all of a sudden you're looking, you're giving them eye contact and you're smiling and you feel good. You don't like question yourself anymore. I remember I would always question myself when I was talking to a stranger, like, oh my God, they're probably judging me. Oh my God, they're probably looking at how fat I look today or oh my God, blah, blah, blah. I was so focused on my flaws as opposed to just being immersed in that conversation with somebody new, right? So you start to really be present to everything around you when you're in a place of self-love because you're no longer self-sabotaging. You're no longer focused on yourself and you're focused on just being alive and being present to the moment and being present to your conversations that you're having with other people. It's really, really beautiful. So the more that you feel these high vibrational emotions, the better, right? Obviously, you're going to manifest in better experiences. And then you start to act, right? So this is what I started to do. Now, I started at very ground zero, which I shared with you, and this was the last kind of step of it all. How would I act as my highest level self? Well, I knew that I would no longer be forcing myself to do hours and hours of cardio. I knew that I would no longer be in a relationship I was settling in. I knew I no longer would be in a job that I was settling in. I knew a lot of this stuff I was settling, so I decided to act, right? I decided to invest in a mentor when I had $2 to my name. I decided to go all into my business when I had $2 to my name. Um, I really just went for it. I went for it and did not look back. And that is why I have manifested in the things I've manifested in because I started to act as my highest self. But you cannot act as your highest self if you don't have the self-love and the confidence. Now, 
I say inner confidence, not like actual confidence, because I think confidence comes from with, within while you're doing, right? It takes courage first. So maybe I should say courage instead of confidence. So for example, I get this question all the time. It's like, oh, I don't feel confident enough to start my business. I don't feel confident enough to do the live videos. I don't feel confident enough to talk to my, my crush. But that comes with courage, right? It comes over time. Confidence is something that you build up. It's like a muscle. So you're not going to have the confidence, right? When you start the business, the confidence isn't really going to be there. It's courage that you take. You build up confidence over time. Um, so I want you to ask yourself, how does my highest self act? Does she Is she the type of person who just goes up to the guy that she's been crushing on and just starts a conversation because she's confident? Then go do it, right? You might not have the confidence yet, but it's courage that you're going to build. The confidence comes from within. So it's just going to do the things, hiring the mentor, maybe it's signing up for the yoga class, joining the gym, working out every single day. Maybe it's talking to the guy, maybe it's, I don't know, applying for that job or going back to school or whatever it might be. Maybe it's not going back to school and it's finally starting your business. I, I know that I a big majority of the reason I got my master's degree was because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was kind of like, well, maybe I'll go back to school and get a job somehow. And that's kind of what I did. And I don't regret it because I did learn a lot in my master's degree and it did help me with my fitness coaching um, thing, but my fit- my old fitness coaching business. But I do regret making such a disempowered decision because I felt like I had to kind of mold into society. So stop molding into society and go do what's right for you. A lot of self-love is letting go of what society's expectations are of you. You don't have to fit into the mass if it doesn't make you happy. You don't have to go get a nine to five job. You don't have to be in that relationship anymore. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to live in an apartment or live in a house. You can travel if you want to. You have to follow what your internal desires are because when you do that, you're fully in a place of self-love. So go for it. (sighs) Anyways, I hope this episode helped you today. And if it did, I highly would love, not highly, I would love, love, love if you would share this on your Instagram stories and tag me in it or share it on Facebook or whatever, or just send me some love by leaving, subscribing and leaving a review. It always makes me happy when I see that type of stuff. So anyways, thank you so much for listening today. I do not take it lightly at all that you sat here and listened to a 30-minute podcast episode from me about self-love and confidence. So anyways, um, side note here, infinitely aligned or infinitely abundant, my signature course closes today, which is the last or the first Friday in October. So if you are listening to this podcast episode on the day it comes out, which is October 4th, or yeah, what October 4th, then this is your last chance to sign up for my course, Infinitely Abundant, until the doors close, and it won't be opened until probably next year. So make sure that you join this program. It's really, really awesome, and it'll totally help you experience self-love and become the energetic match to all of your desires. Um, anyways, have a great rest of your day, you guys, and I will catch you in the next episode.